0: Welcome to the Top Order podcast. This week in cricket brings up the 200 for the boys here. Our 200th episode, we're going to talk IPL, the New Zealand squad to the UK and the goings-on from around the rest of the cricketing world. Stay tuned. Boys, let's start with the New Zealand squad. Obviously, still a little bit of COVID and uncertainty and things uh going on so a 20 strong squad named for the tour um of the uk um lippy i guess over to you for a little bit of explainer on on who's made the cuts and who do we think is going to drop out
1: yeah i i suppose um my first comment would be that it doesn't really feel that surprising a, a lot of the names there i mean
2: yeah w- i mean raj do would you agree yeah, I agree. I, I'm not surprised by anyone on that list. Maybe, maybe a little bit of Michael Bracewell. A mm. little bit of surprise there, but he, he's played more than well enough this season to, to to you know warrant a spot.
1: Yeah, let's let's dive into that in a minute. But yeah, I mean, it's so it's really it's all the regulars, and then we've got Cam Fletcher, Blair Tickner, Michael Bracewell, Hamish Rutherford, and Jacob Duffy, who you know I think fair enough probably are going to be. They would be my pick for the five. So that 20-man squad is going to be uh, whittled down to 15 before the first test uh, against England, which starts on the 2nd of June, I think, which is uh, which is actually not that far away. The tour itself starts on the 20th of, of May. Uh, there's two warm up, two four-day warm-up games. So yeah, they must be jumping on a plane very, very soon if they haven't already taken off. But yeah, I, I think you know there was a chance I suppose to bring in some names, some players that kind of got a bit of momentum later on in the season. Tom Bruce was obviously someone that a lot of people were talking about after his uh, big scores to finish the year. Nathan Smith is someone who's kind of been in and around the A scene for for New Zealand and uh, I, I think had relatively up and down season, but um, you know finished near the top of the Plunkett Shield charts but yeah, look, it, I th- I think realistically we're going to see the same kind of names in that lineup, and uh, you know the same sort of players that are going to be featuring in that Test eleven.
3: Any disappointment for either of you two guys missing out on selection in a twenty man squad? I was <laughs> gutted last week to miss Australia's one hundred and eight man squad to go to <laughs> Sri Lanka. Any disappointment that you guys didn't
2: get a call up this week? And I wasn't I wasn't disappointed. Look, I've I've you know. Realistically, thought I'm not going to make the black cap squad for a while now, so so I've um, I'm learning to live with it. What do you reckon, Stu? The bowling, the all rounder, those sort because of, we know what the batting's going to look like, really. What 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 do you see other positions up for uh, up for grabs there?
1: Yeah, I I will just address uh, the sore point the ball that Baldy just brought up because I, I yeah I I think actually uh, there's a little tinge of disappointment every time a squad's named to be honest <laughs> for me because. Uh, particularly, I, I think when uh, you know when you see spinners and uh, the, there just isn't many spinners that get picked, and you think, oh, you know, maybe if I'd just hung around for a couple more years, maybe I could have got there. But anyway, moving on from from me back to the bowlers, I think it'll be interesting whether they try and get Aj's into into that lineup. He did reasonably well over uh, in England in the one opportunity they got in a Test match. Realistically, though, I think it will be the four seamers, and and I, I want to get a, a canvas around the the room. Has Matt Henry done enough to kind of be well? One get a start note that four seam attack that it's likely to be, and then two, at least be in the conversation. If you don't think he's he's in that lineup, because I don't know. Let's say a, a year ago, we would have said. Wait, I, I mean, we were talking about this when we were talking about our World Test Championship preview and and final and all that kind of stuff. It was look, we have to play Wagner, Southie, Bolt, Jameson because they're just the you know, they're, they're almost the first four names on the team sheet. But now,
3: has Henry actually entered that conversation legitimately? I think we have to talk about it. I think we have to talk about the fact that he is right up there with those four guys, putting the pressure on. And if any one of those big four is injured, then he's got an ample opportunity to step into the side. And as we saw here down in, in New Zealand over the course of the summer, performed amazingly well. Um, not any surprise to us around this table, but I think to many New Zealand fans, it might have been certainly people overseas. I, I don't see him breaking into the test side if everybody's fit because everybody provides a point of difference. I think he's a, an absolute first-class replacement, though. Adam?
0: Yeah, I'm going to be controversial, and I'm, I'm trying not to look at Raj as, as I say this. I, I think Jameson is... Uh, really emerged over the course of the last 18 months or so and uh, almost is kind of undroppable, which for me makes Neil Wagner a little bit vulnerable uh, out of that four-man attack there, Sadie Bolt, Wagner, uh, Jameson. So I think Henry for Wagner is a legitimate conversation, particularly based on, uh, you know, Henry's ability in the UK. Uh, You know, Wagner is a little bit more of a um, a -a hit-the-deck-back-of-a-length kind of bowler, Whereas I I think, you know, all of those other exponents, you know, you'd call them kind of um, suited for those kind of English conditions. So, look, I absolutely do think he's he's in the conversation. I I have a question maybe for for Lippi or Raj in terms of if the IPL is going to have any effect on um, the way that the kind of squad and um, not necessarily the way that it lines up, but in terms of the way that they might introduce some of those players back if um, any of the teams make the latter stages of the... Um, the, the IPL is that going to have an impact or do they all pull out well before uh, the final on the 30th of May regardless of who uh, who makes it
2: I think uh, controversially they'll actually they would probably miss it I think if if they were to go deep we'll come back to that in one second I just want to answer the question about the bowlers first and um, I'm really quite grumpy that you've <laughs> you've cast Wagner out there I think that Wagner and Southie I feel, have had a better last couple of years than, than Trent Bolt. He has struggled a little bit with the Red Bull uh, over the last couple of years. But these guys are great to New Zealand cricket. They'll go down as, you know, on that Mount Rushmore. These guys are very close to being on there. Let's see how they finish their their career. I think it's hard to see dropping any of those three. I actually think the person at risk is, is Jameson. And that that's the only, what gives him that edge ahead of someone like Matt Henry is his ability to bat. Mm. Uh Henry uh, has done nothing wrong. He's given the selectors every possible reason to pick him, especially in a place like England, where he's just going to be bowling great areas and, and you can just see him steamrolling through a a really weak English batting lineup. (laughs) Going, oh, sorry, go.
3: I was going to, I was just going to say, if Tom Blundell was in better form at number six, do you think they would consider batting Jamison at seven? If you've got Jamison, then you've got uh, Wagner can bat. I, Henry I, Henry can bat. I honestly
1: think that the the Jameson thing is the batting the batting you know uh, praise and things is certainly starting to wear off. That shine it, you know it looked it looked great at the start of his career. He hasn't got a run for a while. I don't you know if you actually look at his record. That's why I'm kind
3: of asking the question. And, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think that I think you know if we saw in some of those one days he was batting behind Ish Sodi and um, you know I think it's more the other way that they're thinking actually. You know not is he good enough at eight because i think he still is but yeah i don't think he's being thought about as a, an all-rounder anymore in, in those kind of uh conversations uh, i definitely
2: think he, he he can't go higher than eight yet until he shows us a little bit more with the bat and that's why i've got a all-rounder there at, at seven whether that's De Grand home mitchell R- Ravindra, whoever they play at at seven Going back to, to Binksy's question around IPL. I, I, I'm i actually going to throw to you, Stu, here because I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like we're pretty safe with the teams that are going to make the top four of the IPL that uh, uh, we won't need to hold any players or they won't be held back by the IPL?
1: Well, it depends if you think Trent Bolt's in your, in your starting lineup or not because honestly, I, I I think they're a great chance to make, uh, you know, Rajasthan's a great chance to make that final uh, on the 30th of, of May and I, I think if he's in that final... I, I don't see how he plays that first test and I mean we talked about club versus country quite a few times on on you know the podcast and I think anyone listening would have would know our feelings that you know you would always think that club or that country comes first but I I sort of tend to agree with you Raj that I don't think he'll play if he's if he's in that final I mean Daryl Mitchell's also in that side I don't know that he's necessarily going to be in the the starting lineup anyway for these New Zealand games but yeah, I don't know. I think we're, we're in a situation where there's it's very possible that Trent Bolt does not play the first test because he's over at the IPL. Yeah,
2: if we're looking at the top of that IPL table or the possible teams, I'm probably happier with, with Trent Bolt being away in that we have the, the, the real close replacements in terms of the likes of Matt Henry than somebody to fill Devin Conway or Kane Williamson's boots. So look, if that were to happen, that'd be great.
3: Not completely out of the question that both Tim Southey and Trent Bolt make the top four. So KKR are outside of the top four as we speak, but there's a mathematical chance that they could make the final four, which would put them both in the finals. Of course, Lockie Ferguson playing for Gujarat is in that, probably locked into that top four spot as well. But other than injury, I'd say he's unlikely to play or feature in that test squad Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, Lockie's not in the twenty-man squad, so uh, yeah, pretty unlikely that he'll be in that lineup. But look, I think he'll feature. It's an exciting player, you know. There's, I think they would talk about that tour. The they've named today a whole bunch of whole raft of coaches that are going to be joining the the squad at some point. A good, uh, you know, a bit of credit there for for some of the, or a bit of experience really for some of the um, div- domestic coaches. We've got Dion Ibrahim and uh, Graham Aldridge joining the squad at various points. They did this last year with with Heinrich Milan, who came and joined the squad and is now w- was with Auckland. Now has gone to to coach Ireland. Yeah, really blooding some coaches. And but I think it's a reflection of the fact that they're they're going to be away for I think they said fourteen weeks. Uh, they've got this. Test tour to England, then they go to Ireland and Scotland and the Netherlands for, for limited overs games. And then I've seen recently, and even in that press release about the coaches, I think it sounds like we're going to the West Indies afterwards. I saw in a Guardian uh, chat with Chris Gale that uh, he's hoping that when they go, when New Zealand goes to the West Indies, they might uh, play some sort of testimonial match for Chris Gale, which uh, would which, which, which excite you there, Raj. Um, although I see he's saying he's going to play oh, like in the IPL, IPL yeah, ne- next awesome. year. So who knows what's going on with the, the universe boss. But I guess it just shows that this is going to be a long tour and there's there's going to be a lot of opportunities. And I th- I think on the Bracewell, getting back to Bracewell, and you mentioned him before, realistically, you look at his Plunkett Shield form, I don't think he's anywhere near the squad if on that form. But it's a, I think really it's about some of these guys and going, well, we think he's got a future for us this season Let, let's get him over there let's get him in the environment he's very unlikely to play you know we've got Hamish Rutherford over there as batting cover we're going to have Daryl Mitchell over there as batting cover let's get him there let's have him in our environment and let's have him as someone who is going to then feature quite heavily in the white ball formats as we go forward onto the the rest of the this tour that we've got upcoming Binksy you know we've touched a little bit on New Zealand stuff there there's been a a little bit of England news going on. Ben Stokes, obviously, smashing a, a young spinner all around the park this week, 34 off and over. He's made a few comments now around uh, the batting lineup. I think he's said that he's going to bat six, Root down at four again. A bit of uh, chopping and changing there from, you know, when he went up to three uh, of his own accord there, Root. What have you made of that? Has it been nice just to see Stokes kind of back in the runs?
0: Yeah, look. I- less worried about his runs if i'm perfectly honest i think he you know he's always going to line up for england i, I think nice, nice to yeah nice to see him find a, a little bit of form apparently um did actually send a, a little bit of a text message um to the spinner um baker who he took apart in that game for 34 uh, overs uh jokingly on on one of my whatsapp threads um and um, so someone asked what he might have said and, and one of my mates chipped in with don't bowl there. Um, <laughs> um, but apparently it was more general encouragement. And, it's to be something of, about you know, pies. Surely something it, about pies. It, it, it can happen. It can happen to anyone. I think if we look back to that Carlos Brathwaite, uh, 24 in that um, T20 World Cup, he's ca- he's kind of been there. And look, there's still a lot of water to go under, a lot of bridges. I- I'm going to be a lot happier when we've named our test match coach and, and hopefully... Um, Line someone up, Um, but I think that the the only thing, the only solace that I take from this is that Stokes seems to be pretty clear about how he wants to run the side. You know, he's made a call that he wants to bat at six so he can contribute with bat and ball. He wants his great mate Joe Root back at number four where he averages fifty rather than thirty-five. So he's clear on the direction that he wants to take that team, which is uh, which is the positive that. Um, I can take from our woeful form and slump to number six in those ICC test uh, rankings.
2: I'm happy you mentioned that actually, because I feel like uh, what you know, reading the the press around what ben, ben Stokes is saying, I feel like I actually know what he's thinking. Like he's being quite clear about what he wants to do from from an English perspective. He's not playing any ducks and drakes. He's telling everybody what he wants to do, and I like that. What do you think about it, Bingsey?
0: Yeah, look, I, I, not much more to add. Yeah, it, it's been great to see that intent from him, that um, you know decisiveness. I think of of his own mind. Um, look, I think he's probably been thinking about it for a little while. That when his mate Joe Root gave it away, he was going to be the only option. So I'm sure you, you know it's a, a playbook that he'd already started to develop. So yeah, looking forward to the first test because you know we've done a lot of talking about um, the fact that England are so shit. I, I just want to see them get <laughs> back on the field in their home conditions and. Um, and get a really, really good indication um, of where they are at because they're going to pick. I would say what's pretty close to um, their best side. Ollie Robinson back in the wickets for Sussex this week as well. well. You know we'll see Anderson and Broad back. I'm sure. Question marks around you know a couple of places. Uh, you know who might play as that spinner, but that's not um, unusual in England. So it's going to be a really good barometer of where we're at playing uh, New Zealand and South Africa in in home conditions this year.
2: And I'm loading you up a a bit here, Bingsy, I'm going to give you another one. How do you feel about Stokes moving to number six? Is is that making the best use of his talents? I remember you saying maybe a little little while ago that you wanted to see him bat higher in the order, maybe in the top four or five. Uh, What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, and I mean, he was batting in the top five. Um, I guess the difference here is that he is forecasting what his workloads are going to be with the captaincy, with the bat and the ball. So, uh, look, I, I I don't think batting five or batting six is a massive d- difference in a normal test match side. When your team's 20 for two, though, it is a massive difference if you've just c- kind of taken the last wicket and... Um, you know, before you've managed to even take your bowling boots off, you know, you're scrabbling around for your inside thigh pad. So, um, yeah, look, I think that that's probably something that he's, you know, he's thought about and and given himself that, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour that you, you'll you afford yourself at number six to kind of just take a little bit of a a relax. Whereas at number five, if a wicket goes down, you know, you, you don't have that luxury. So, look, I don't mind that. Um, and realistically, I think, you know, it just opens up that, that slot at five for one of these young guys to um, to really come in and, and nail it. Um, notwithstanding the fact that we've still, you know, still got a couple of question marks at the top of, top of the order. Although your boy Rory Burns um, got a hundred as well last week, so um, yeah, a good week for, for, for Raj.
1: And, and look, uh, I. I... I would agree with you that that it's gonna. It feels like a bit of a barometer series for New Zealand after an up and down sort of home summer. I know there wasn't many games there in that Tests uh, summer for New Zealand, but yeah, one I'm sure in, in a week or, in a couple of weeks we'll we'll do a proper preview on that when we've kind of got a bit more uh, of an idea who the who the England coach is for a start and and uh, who might be in their squad. But I guess uh, you know, segueing from. New Zealand, that test squad, featured one, Devin Conway, who
2: you mentioned before, he's been going pretty well in the IPL recently? Yeah, I'm probably going to throw that question back to Stu because I can see how excited he is. <laughs> so Devin Conway is going pretty well in the IPL at the moment, isn't he, Stu?
1: Uh, he, he certainly is, and uh, yeah, it appears that he's clocked the IPL. It, I know it's only taken a few <laughs> games, it's, uh, but you know, I think uh, if we look back at his last five years, six years of Know, cricket all around the world he's pretty much clocked every other format of the game now he's joined the IPL and uh he's, he's doing the same there he'd struggled in his first game low score but then look three back-to-back 50s he's just he's just unbelievable I, I honestly feel like I feel like it's a bit silly to be as excited about him as I potentially am uh, you know thinking about just mentioned his last four you know five six years I think about what the next five or six years for him could be in international cricket. And, it's, you know, I think when we talked on the Hall of Fame about Kane Williamson and how sometimes it looks like he's never going to get out, I, I sort of have that same feeling with Conway. And he's just so good at, at all different facets of, the, of batting at the moment.
2: And what I love about it as well is I, there was an article earlier in the week where he had a session with Emma uh, Stoney about how to play spin. So he's actually learning more and more about how to play in the subcontinent, how to play against spin, because we know he's proficient against the pace bowlers.
1: He was also he was already awesome against spin as well, which exactly. is great.
2: So I, I I'm happy to see that that growth in him, and he is definitely scoring a lot of runs.
1: And and I mean, you think about now, a lot of people have sort of talked about him in terms of Hussey. They all make make the Hussey comparison because because he's left handed and because he started his career you know his international career at about thirty started it off with a hiss and a roar, he's now over there in the IPL learning, talking to Mike Hussey. you know, probably every day about batting and stuff. So, yeah, I I just, I can't be more excited really about, uh, and I think actually, you know, I think it's shown us what we missed, how much he missed, we missed him in those India tests. Um, I know, you know, look, we got absolutely destroyed in those two tests. I'm not saying that he would have made the difference, but, i think that was a i guess a bigger blow than i think possibly it was made of at the, at the time so yeah very very excited to see how well he's been going
2: so I'm going to come across to you, Baldy, now on uh, on the table. It sort of congested up there for a bit, but now it looks like it might be a bit more clear-cut.
3: Oh, you'd think so, except the last time we had a look at the table, Sunrisers had rolled off five straight, and we thought that they were they were going real well. Now they've lost four on the bounce and, and have fallen out of we the top.
1: Are
3: the Sunrisers. <laughs> Cued, since since, since the song since came out, the they've song. been struggling. They have been. Yeah. But yeah, they've lost four on the bounce. Now they're at five and six and on the outside looking in, as are the Delhi Capitals. They're probably the two teams that could make a difference Difference with sort of three or two games to go in this IPL season. And, and hasn't it sort of dragged on for a little bit? I think we're in month four now of the <laughs> IPL. Now, look, it, it, it is starting to get exciting, though, not least of which because the Lucknow Super Giants and the Gujarat Titans are at the top of the table. Both of them are at eight and three and pretty much a lock now, I think. To, to play finals finals footy in their first year of, of being in the competition which is wildly exciting they both play each other tonight I think and that's pretty much for first place really uh, even though I think none one and two get a, a second bite at the cherry don't they they play each other in, area, in the uh, and all thats all, all that stuff all the aiders are in there as well. Um, and then the sort of a Royal Rumble for three and four at the moment. The the Rajasthan Royals, who we all liked at the start of the season, they're seven and four uh, with three games to play. And then your team, Raj, the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, who've you've picked not to lose another game in this IPL. That was a bold prediction just prior to going to air. Talk us through that.
2: Well, uh, that was a conversation for off air, firstly. <laughs> oh, okay. um, but, yeah, look, I think they're in control of their own destiny. They've got two more regular season uh, games which they can both win. They've won their last two. If if you're going to go on a roll and win a few games, this is the time of year to do it. Um, and 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 why not? Strap in. In two to three weeks, we're going to be back here singing whatever RCB's song is. So prepare yourself. You'll be celebrating with Virat Kohli, I'm sure.
1: Oh, it's disappointing that I don't know what uh, RCB's song yeah. is. When they do, when Coli decides to uh, get on the guitar and lead a lead a song, I will very happily sing it if uh, if RCB. Win the tournament, but I think the points you guys have made, really around uh, you know the top four and stuff, I th- I think it's going to come to come to a head potentially this weekend. It could almost uh, you know be decided, I suppose. Rajasthan and uh, RCB were on a bit of a free fall as you guys have mentioned, and and everyone came back to the pack, but they've both bounced back as you said. And look, if, I think if the Royals beat uh, Delhi Capitals on Thursday morning New Zealand time, and then RCB beat Punjab Kings on on Saturday morning. I think we're pretty much locked in. So, you know, obviously those th- results could go different ways. and um, But, yeah, I, th- I think it's down to what, I think those teams, if they win one more game, probably they're, they're home. I don't, you know, mathematically maybe not, but, yeah. It's, they, it's, could,
2: they could almost not win a game and still make it through. Yeah. It's pretty close.
3: Yeah, results have to go their way. I mean, there's four teams at the moment on five wins uh, with two or three games to play. So Caps have got five wins, three games to play. Hyderabad have got... Uh, five wins, three games to play. Kolkata are five and seven. They've only got two games to play. You'd think they'd have to win both games and then hope that results go their way. And the Punjab Kings, as you mentioned, Stu, play uh, I think the day after tomorrow perhaps. Uh, they're five and six, uh, and they've got three games to go. So mathematically a chance for those three teams in particular with three games to play to end up kind of eight and six if they roll off three on the bounce. But I think that's a pretty tall order against the Royals who look like they're a decent side on RCB, Raj. As you say, have got the the big uh, the big momentum going on at the moment and Binksy, you
1: have stayed very quiet during this conversation uh, you, have you fallen asleep uh you know watching the IPL or, or not watching the IPL and uh and that's why you're you're not contributing because you're just not getting up for for those uh, big games anymore early on in New Zealand morning
0: no look I think the main difference is that I'm in a different room to you guys it's very <laughs> difficult to to interject on a, a slightly frozen zoom connection um whilst you're all bantering without me because I'm um yeah, isolating due to COVID reasons. And um, on a serious note, though, look, uh, this tournament's too long. I, I was actually really, really pumped when the tournament started, and um, was kind of watching pretty much religiously the first sort of eight or nine games. But I, I definitely think over this sort of little middle period, where um, look, I guess a little bit like the middle period of a of a one day international, teams just sort of knocking it around, and um, you're kind of waiting for the final blitz, I suppose. Um, to to see how that table um, lines up, and, and look, I, I just think it's probably a little bit of fatigue from um, from a watching perspective for me. But yeah, definitely now tuned back in, um, uh, particularly yeah, to see if my, my boys the the Rajasthan Royals um, kind of make it uh, make it through, um, and really yeah, really hoping for mathematical impossibility of the KKR having a late <laughs> run as well. Um, but Lippy, um, we're going to sort of uh, pick up on I think your naivety here. Raj has, has put in the uh, in the show notes. Liam Livingston, NSFW. Um, you weren't aware of that acronym, uh, Raj.
2: Bordy, do you want to enlighten
0: um, enlighten Mr. Lipshaw?
2: So uh, NSFW means not safe for work. Sure. So you obviously don't go to those those dark corners of the internet where you've got need, need that kind of tag. But um, the reason I put that on the run sheet was because on, on Reddit it actually came up. It was Liam Livingston hitting that massive six. Oh yeah. You see, that was like hundred and hundred and seventeen meters or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but I just love the fact that it was tagged NSW, <laughs> NS NSFW yeah, it's uh, so, on so confusing, the day. Beautiful. Just even for you. It was a great shot. Reminded me of Baldy in his younger day.
1: On on records, uh, I think we've, we've also seen Umran Malik just about break the uh, the record for the um, high, fastest delivery at the IPL. I think I said at the start of the tournament, he's going to be in for a few of those huge uh, novelty checks. And I, I think he's been collecting them pretty much every game. But obviously, sometimes when you bowl pretty fast, it disappears pretty fast as well. And, and Faf took care of him in, in that last, uh, last game.
2: But how good did um, Hasaranga look? speaking of purple cap i think Chahal still's got still has that purple cap yep. but hasrung is right on his tail he got a 5 for in the last game yeah um there's some great bowling jasper Boomer as well got a 5 for He's not many. back. so yeah it's looking looking good for the bowlers
1: yeah yeah it's going to be an exciting uh you know brink's woken up again about the ipl I, I i tend to agree with you all that it, it's uh it's fallen asleep a little bit through the middle we've even had uh i think gujarat sort of saying that they they tried a few different things you know, with their batting lineup and with their the way they approach the game, because they were doing so well in the in the uh, you know they they had games to lose and they they were making sure that they are ready for all the different situations. But I think if if it is RCB, Rajasthan, Gujarat, and uh, LSG in this this finals week, yeah, it, it's really hard to pick a winner out of those four sides. So yeah, hopefully we're in for a couple of uh, big semi-finals and a final.
0: Well, boys, that does probably just about wrap up this episode of the top order podcast this week in cricket it is our 200th episode so we are um look raising uh the bat and squeezing a massive amount of sweat out of the helmet and marking center again uh for our next uh little period at the crease um but i hope you've enjoyed the podcast this evening but for now it is good night and god bless from us all here in auckland and we'll speak to you soon see you
3: soon